Exploring the healing and culture building practices of embodied anti-racism. This is With Love and Justice for All with Reverend Ogan Holder and Reverend Kelly Isola. Hello and welcome to another episode. It is I, Reverend Ogan. It is her, Reverend Kelly. And we are co-founders of Project Sanctus and hosts of this fine podcast. And we are having a very special episode today. Today we're calling uh, this episode Feedback from Friends and Frenemies. Um, we opened up the, the, the door, uh, Pandora's box, if you will, um, to hear from you, the listeners, uh, those who participated in our groups, have any, any, any questions or comments or anything around um, uh, our work and things you've heard us say, um, uh, and, and the opportunity to even uh, get some clarification around um, some things. This, this conversation around embodied anti-racism, uh, this journey of, of, of inviting spiritual communities to, to dig a little bit deeper um, into these issues in their own communities. Um, did you give people the phone number so they could actually give feedback while we're doing this live? I'm, I'm about to get to it. Oh, about to get to it. <laughs> got it. For our fine, super fine podcast. <laughs> this is a ramp up. This is a ramp up. Okay. Uh, so we, so we, we do have some of you who, re, who responded um, and uh, by email or on social media or anonymously. And if you're listening to us live right now, and you want to join in on the conversation, ask us a question, agree with us, disagree with us. How, however, um, we're, we're not just here for the fans and the friends, but as we say, the frenemies, which in my opinion are those who would disagree with us and we just haven't won you over and befriended you yet. <laughs> That's where we are. That number is 816-251-3555. Or you can hit us up on the socials. I was wondering how you were going to finish that. You know what? I was wondering too, um, and and there it was. Uh, you know, I give if I were judging myself on a scale of one to ten, I'd give a solid eight point five. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I think I stuck the landing, but but it was a little <laughs> awkward. It was a little awkward in the air getting there. So. Stuck the landing. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> The uh, so, judge. Yeah, I don't know. So there we are. Um, and just so you know, uh, up front, um, any comments that we share, we will not be sharing names um, of the individuals who, who share, shared those comments um, in case you're um, uh, worried about that. Um, and also, if you were to call into the program, I don't think you have to share your name either. I don't know how this works, uh, but but you can be as anonymous as you want to be, uh, should you be calling in as well. So uh, so let's get to it, I guess. Let's jump in. Um, let me just do a quick check-in with you, Kelly. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I've been, uh, uh, I had still had a bunch of boxes and things left over from the, when I moved in here. And I've sort of, I'm not sure where it came from, but this holiday spur of energy since so i'm it's not nesting but just cleaning house clearing out stuff yeah organizing uh, uh bring bringing things into into some semblance of order i guess yes and it's amazing that uh, no it doesn't matter <laughs> when you when you move you know you pack stuff you get rid of a lot and now i'm like ugh. Why did I bring all this stuff with me? You know, it just yeah. that, yeah. And I'm uh, not a pack rat, but yeah. <laughs> so this so, is a good topic. This is a good. I mean, this is a good pause moment. It's a good topic because it's a, uh, um, it's energizing. It it really does. You know, we said friends and frenemies, and so you know, feedback that is that might be challenging to hear someone doesn't agree with us or that that could even go so far as you put it in the you know the haters column so to speak uh is always you know food for thought is always an invitation to um you know inside i may get activated and i want to push back but it's not always an invitation to listen doesn't mean i'll change what i think or believe but needing to listening and that is energizing for me. So, so that when we're done, I can go back to, um, 
you know, get off the computer and go back to making a nice world in my home. Gotcha. All right. So that's awesome. That is totally awesome. unrelated, but you asked. <laughs> I, I did ask. I, I, I did ask. I you know no better reg- than to ask a question like that of a four. Hello. I have no regrets at all for, for, ask, for asking. I want to, I want to, I want to hear, you know, you know, we, we sort of interact and communicate with each other every day. And I think this might be the first time for today that we're, that we're talking. So maybe we should ask you this earlier, but, but I'm checking in how, how you, how you do, how you do concerns me. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm traveling. I'm in, currently in Massachusetts. Uh, I'm from the DC area, but I'm currently traveling to Massachusetts. Um, sadly, I'm here to, to, uh, I guess, facilitate a memorial service for, uh, an amazing young, talented woman who, who passed away suddenly and, and, and her, her, um, connected to her parents. Um, so I'm connected to her parents and, and they asked me to come do this. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's one of those things that, that, as always puts life in the perspective of, of, of what are, what are we doing now to, to live our best selves yeah. and, and to help make this world a better place. And, um, and I think that's what we are endeavoring to do here um, in our work and with this show. So, uh, so let me, let me jump in and I want to, I want to start with. Um, and to remember the rest part. So while we're going to talk about, you know, all this feedback and what we're doing and what you can do and, you know, <clears throat> how we create this culture of caretaking, not to forget the rest part. Yes. So I want to, I think I want to jump in with, um, um, and, and, and maybe uh, denote the, denote, is that the word? Denote the first half of the show uh, to, to this one thing, because, because this was a post that you made. This was a post that you made uh, uh, maybe last week, week before, and and we got some comments on it, and somebody asked us to speak more to it. Hmm. Um, so 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 let's jump in with that. And the post that you shared was this: maybe you manifested it, maybe it was white privilege. You had a you know you you created a meme for it, and and it and it, and it generated some interest. It it. it it, it stirred up some. It, it stirred up some fields. Yes. Yeah. Wrong that. Uh, maybe you manifested it. Maybe it was white privilege. And and someone commented, "I would love to hear more about the meme you recently shared. I feel like this is a conversation that needs to be had in new thought circles. The disparities that sometimes occur within prosperity consciousness." Um, someone else says, "This actually has been on my mind a lot lately." So I'm glad you're bringing it up. Think of just how many books, movies, master classes, coaching practices, and even spiritual dogmas are built on the belief that you create your own reality and that if it isn't working, that you're doing something wrong without regard to where we are starting from. And then a third comment, I think white privilege along with the isms, classism, for example, definitely plays a role that allows the space for dreams, possibilities, and confidence easier. Entitlement is in the mix too. So, so let's begin by breaking you breaking down the post a little bit, and 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 expanding on on that very succinct statement, and then and then uh, maybe come back to uh, some of the comments. So, so the floor is yours. Maybe you manifested it. Maybe it was white privilege. What kind of trouble were you trying to stir up when you put that out there? What me trying to stir up trouble? That doesn't sound like me. Uh, good trouble. Good trouble. That's the kind of trouble. There you go. Yeah. So it's good trouble in the sense that, uh, you know, so let me back off from it just in a general way is that when I say good trouble is, you know, I, I don't say maybe it's manifesting, maybe it's white privilege. I'm not being flippant. I'm not, I'm not coming down on, you know, prosperity teachings. I'm not coming down on new thought principle around manifestation. And, you know, I'm not coming down on, you know, change our thinking and feelings and we can change our world. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with any of those things. What I wanted to point to was that what's the context in which, you know, an individual is working with truth principles that, um, 
we may have, uh, you know, the, the, when John Lewis, uh, the late John representative John Lewis used the term good trouble, he was talking about, you know, activating people. He was talking about afflicting comfort and from a place of love. He, uh, he, from, and he's not talking feeling love. He's talking about the principle of love and, and, and it can be a really, I don't know, the, it seems like the older I get or the more, the more, you know, as time goes by and continuing to do, you know, the embodied anti-racism work, the, the tougher, the love thing sometimes seems, you know, trying to see it or define it and, and really practice it because it requires, it requires me to stay with something, the tension in the discomfort and to stay with it and hold it, which means build my resiliency. So that was, you know, a bit of the context when I wrote that was, and I think the in the meme, actually in script above it, I wrote just a thought, you know, wanting people to engage with the thought, um, not to shame, not to blame. Um, and bottom line is that we all may have access to the same universal truth principles. We may all have access to the same the same, you know, ideas <clears throat> to, we all have access to, you know, to, to principles and ideas and thoughts that expand our consciousness, that, that help us do our healing work, that help us, you know, love our neighbor, that, that help us see, um, you know, and be in that principle of love to really be practicing that. What we don't all have access to is the actual physical resources that can make some of the desires we would like, you know, things we'd like to manifest. We don't all have equal access to those, to the resources. So I can, there's things like vision boards and treasure maps and, and, you know, prosperity classes and mastermind groups that are all around, you know, shifting consciousness and, and, you know, raising consciousness or whatever adjective you want to use that are oftentimes connected to what our dreams are, what our passions are, what I'd like to have in the world. You know, for some people, it's a house, a car, a vacation, a dream job, you know, uh, relationships, you know, health and well-being and, and, you know, with yourself, with your children. I mean, there's a myriad of things that people that, you know, desire um, for having some ease in their life and especially the health and well-being, you know, mental health, physical health, all that. So the, the ideas around it and looking at how we, how an individual thinks about and, and maybe some of the, 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 the maladaptive thinking and the, the thinking that sort of denigrates oneself and, you know, the thinking that that monkey mind we have where we wind up with this sense of inadequacy or the identifying we're even carrying that access to to those principles are are pretty much the same for each of us. But then if I really but come back to health and well-being now, if I want to step in and really create that physically in my world and and manifest that physically in my world, I have to have access to particular resources. Um, it's not just the thinking and how I'm feeling that creates my world. There's the action piece and the physical thing. So it's not an equal world of having access to healthcare. It's not an equal world to having access to healthy food. It's, it just isn't. So, so when I ask the question, is it manifesting? Is it white privilege? First of all, it's not an either or. And um, it is easier for a white person, their social location gives easier access to manifesting a life that has, you know, health and well-being, a longer life expectancy, you know. Um, so that was, that's a, a long answer to my short little meme. Um, but that's the conversation that I want people to be thinking about and, and talking about and be uncomfortable with because we have a tendency in new thought circles to do the spiritual bypass thing. And we also have the tendency sometimes um, to to sort of see things like, you know, the prosperity and abundance teachings, the law of attraction, stuff like that. If we're not careful, we, we often think of them as like magic spells, right? Yes, if, I, yes. if, I just, if I just start magical thinking, <laughs> magical thinking uh, you know, it's it's the, the, the 
the the affirmations, the 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 the, the beliefs around it, all those things are about changing our internal way of seeing the world so that we can then be in action in the world in a way that directs us towards our desires. And what and and to your point you're saying is then, but for some of us, because of how the world is constructed, as we as we change our thoughts and our beliefs and head in the direction of desires, some of us got more obstacles to navigate around. Yeah. Because of 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 systemic discrimination issues. So whether it be racism, it be sexism, it be classism, it be ableism, it be fill in the blankism, um, you know, some of us have greater obstacles to navigate and um, a, a, a prosperity belief doesn't suddenly make those disappear. Right. Again, not, not, not a magic, not a magic spell. So, so you're right. It's, it is, it is a both and. Um, statement in terms of yes um, I I think some of us um, some of us have an easier path towards manifesting our brain or desires into reality based on that journey and that and that and that trip we we have to make Um, yeah some some of us are or when we speak of things like generational wealth and property ownership Right. Some of us are, 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 are even even though we quote unquote still make it on our own, we 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 start off from a place of not some of us not having to worry nearly as much simply because we have that in in our background in our history in our in our family in our family line we have we have the things that allow us to. Um, to not have a lot of those internal narratives that tell us the world is a place that pushes against us, that the world mm-hmm. is a place that's harder for us because of how we look or who we love. Um, so, so yeah, it's a, it's, it's a thing that's, that's worth taking a look at. And, and to be clear, it doesn't, it doesn't negate again, the spiritual principle. It's not, it's not an either or it's a, it's a, let's look at the nuance here. And then also look at the metaphysical malpractice that we may inflict upon ourselves and others right. when when someone in our circle or ourselves aren't doesn't seem to be uh, quote unquote manifesting quickly. You're not doing it right. You're not doing it right. I'm not doing it right. You're not doing it right. You know that 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 old. Even though we, I find we're not saying the words as much right now, but. But the energy is still there around the what's in your consciousness. Yeah. What are you holding yeah. in consciousness? Yeah. 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 So, so, so that's 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 really what that what that um, post post was about. Plus, and I and I and I love the comment that talked about um, allowing the space for dreaming, right? Because yeah. because when we speak of abundance and manifesting, the the first step in that is the imagination. What what's the different experience what's the experience that you can imagine and desire to draw yourself to and again depending on where you grew up uh what what economic status you are when you grow up what opportunities you know you will have access to your dreams are going to be different yep you may not dare to dream as big especially if you had experience after experience after experience of of being of being restricted of being limited again whether it it be race whether it be class whether it be, it may be uh sexual orientation it may be gender um what whatever it is it's like you know how many times you hear people yeah that's just that's not something i can envision for myself given where i came from given given my family's lineage you, you know that that sort of thing we've had families who've had generations of people going to college and graduating we've had families who like for the first time someone in their in their family after generations um has that possibility um and before well, that no one dared to dream it right and i think it also you know the these universal truth principles um around health and well-being and you know affirming our wholeness and you know that we are each fully human and fully divine and and 
you know, that that principle is always everywhere present and we use that principle. I think, I also think that uh, it, that in working with universal truth principles, that it, it does some of that, the, everything you just said that, you know, someone's thinking about, um, I don't, I don't dare dream about that, I think helps heal some of that to, to just dream bigger. I don't, not that it changes necessarily anything outside, but frees up a little bit of space inside, um, yeah. which makes someone more creative, which makes them, you know, it, it's, it's a beginning of, a, of liberation. And I think that everybody, we all need that, um, uh, you know, expanding the imagination, like expanding and imagining a world for you you know, imagining a world for someone not like me, um, you know, it, because it is, uh, because consciousness does play a role. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. Um, well, uh, that was my you. mischief making with that meme. Well, I was going to say, thank you for being provocative <laughs> <laughs> and inviting us into, into a, into a conversation around that. Um, and I, and I look forward to more. Okay. Uh, of 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 those, um, the uh, let's see. There, there there are a few other things. I'm looking at the clock to see uh, what's what's the best place to go. Let's 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 go with a great. Let's go with the happy supportive comment. Okay. <laughs> um, someone says, um, "Love your podcast. I especially love hearing other people's comments to you and your responses to them." Which is sort of what this whole show is about today. I don't remember when this one came in. I especially like hearing the comment from the nice lady in St. Louis who thinks you're wonderful. Um, yeah, I like. I like that comment too. That was good. <laughs> but you know, that conversation, I think we've mentioned this on a previous show, that conversation didn't start out. No. I think you're wonderful. Actually, no, it started 180 degrees from that. It, um, it, it did not. It did not start out that way in the least bit. Um, and so here's another one I want to address. It says, uh, thanks for sharing. This fits right in supporting our research for our, quote, seeing the world through a racist lens project. Oh, that uh, was in response to um, we had posted the uh, the couple of couple of I mean, couple of episodes ago on nice racism. Gotcha. Yeah. And so someone wrote, responded with that and, and knowing who that was and putting the, <laughs> seeing the world through a racist lens project, I was pretty confident that was sarcasm. Okay. Okay. Meaning that we're supporting, um, you know, knowing, knowing the person's uh, belief or l- does not believe that there's such a thing as systemic racism. Um, that's to say seeing the world through a racist lens project, meaning you and I have a project to make sure that everyone looks at the world through a racist lens. Gotcha. gotcha so I, gotcha. I don't, I don't, it's, I think I would put it more in the frenemy category. In the frenemy category. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for clarifying that. Um, and uh, in response, I don't believe that we are. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that we are um, because it's more about, it's more about seeing the world as it is. Right. And, and part of, um, I think what many people are beginning to realize is that when we don't see the world as it is, we're intentionally ignoring issues and when we intentionally ignore issues, we are making a choice to make sure those issues persist. And when we make a choice to not see the issues because they're not issues that affect us or because we believe we're not the perpetrators of those issues, which most people aren't directly, then again, so we say, well, there isn't an issue. Uh, I don't see it in my life. It's not affecting me. I'm not perpetuating it. Therefore, I'm good. This is this is not part of mine to take on, which is interesting because that goes counter to oneness teaching, right? Isn't oneness teaching we're all part of oneness teaching is that we're all connected. We're all part of the whole. What What affects you affects me. 
So, so to say that this is not an issue in my life is sort of counter to that teaching. If it's an issue in your life, it's an issue in mine too. Yeah. If, if there's something that's systematically in place that is limiting you and your ability for sovereignty in the life you want to experience, then even though I might be in a position where it doesn't directly mean nearly as much, it doesn't mean I am not affected. Because when, when you are elevated and lifted up and put in a position to prosper, it benefits me. And when you're not, it harms me. And when you are, got to remember, it doesn't take away from me and my good um, as as well. So again, um, we got to take a break now. But when I come back, I want to talk a little bit about that that teaching about how we're often invited not to see the world as it is, but as we want it to be, and how maybe yeah. that's that's a play here. So we're gonna we're gonna we, we're gonna talk about that when we come back from break. You're listening to with love and justice for all. You're listening to with love and justice for all with Reverend Ogan Holder and Reverend Kelly Isola. All right, welcome back. And uh, as I said, going to break, just want to talk a little bit about um, that um, spiritual teaching that, that many of us might be familiar with, that idea of it's ours not as ours to see it right, not not set it right. Um, I, don't, I don't even know where that started, but uh, I've heard it a lot in unity. I've even preached it myself. Uh, more, more than a, more than a few times, and it's I a very think, old. It's a very old unity teaching, and I think a lot of, and I think that has been unintentionally responsible for for a lot of disengagement, for a lot of uh, bypassing, for a lot of um, um, the 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 idea of 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 being willing to even today not not take on these these issues and lean into the challenge of them and i was I, I think i think it's important to remember that that things like this are really speaking to what's happening in consciousness um and and in in our consciousness it again it begins with with what is what is the desired outcome mm-hmm. and 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 we and we state that uh for us it's it's here at project sanctus it's a world of love justice and, and equanimity for all that's 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 the outcome we we hold that we, we 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 see that um we envision it and um while we hold on to that in our consciousness we're very clear that that's not the reality experience right now for for so many people and just holding it in consciousness is not a magic spell again to make it happen we have to then embody what we're holding in consciousness and be in action. Remember that that whole fifth unity principle. Yeah. It's, not enough. it's not enough to hold these. We have to. We have to. We have to live them. And I, and well, I, I, I guess I then I, I yeah. So it makes me curious about that the the comment that we were talking about when we went to break about mm-hmm. um, you know seeing the world through a racist lens. That that's what our project is is making sure everybody sees the world through a racist lens and from someone who doesn't believe that there's such a thing as systemic racism. So I guess my 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 question around that, okay, like I don't know that I'll ever convince you otherwise. It's not my job to convince you and I don't see that, you know, ever having a place of agreement on that one. And I also then wonder if um so you may not believe that but there's a whole billions of people that do so why would you not you know be part of creating you know something that works for those that do or have that experience i'm yes. i'm yeah yeah i'm coming back to the oneness thing like right. and don't just see it right but set it right yeah, yeah. Can you believe somebody else is having a different experience other than you? Mm-hmm. Is 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 where it, is where it begins. Um, so, so yeah. That's, uh, I, guess, I guess I guess the person doesn't then. Um, 
per, perhaps, or as we as we've encountered um, any 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 conversation and teaching around what quote unquote divides us may not be productive to what can bring us together. You know, mm-hmm. right? So there's there's that idea. We've 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 heard other people, we've heard other ministers speak to this. Yeah, uh, to say we're that we're, we're not, being divisive. Right. We're not well, not just we, but 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 there's it's not productive to speak of these issues right. because because they're divisive issues. We've had we've we've encountered communities, and I think we mentioned this before, where when when people of color manage to to form their own affinity groups to to really be in that safe space to go. Uh, to have a response of, of no, because that's that's separating us along lines of race. Yeah, uh, you know, even though no one's no one's upset that we're having men's group and women's group, you know, divided along lines of gender. Right. right. That's, that's that's not that's okay. That's not upsetting. That's not divisive. And um, and even um, you know, uh, non heterosexual, you know. Right, exactly. And, and exactly. I mean, some oppose that, but less, certainly less than. Right, right. Um, so, 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 so those, I, I, I think sometimes there's this, there's this, like, there's this uh, discrepancy or, or this distinction or this, this thought that if it doesn't, if it doesn't look in, in reality, in, in the physical plane, like how we think it looks in consciousness, then it shouldn't be so 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 the idea of of oneness in consciousness for some i imagine means we're all in on the same page doing the same thing together all connected and therefore if, yeah. if on the physical realm we're doing something that doesn't speak to that togetherness or doesn't look like that togetherness amongst all and and is based on a difference then that's not oneness and but 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 oneness isn't sameness. Oneness, right. you, know, you know. For me, if we talk about oneness, we uh, in the in the physical experience, it's yes, we all are experiencing an opportunity of of love, of justice, of safety, of belonging as we see fit, and that's not going to be the same for 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 everyone. And 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 to say to a, a group of uh, BIPOC folk. Uh, in in a spiritual community, um, n- n- no, around forming their own space is to to sort of remove that sense of safety and trust. It's almost saying we don't trust you, or 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 it's saying you know, as white bodies are probably, I'm going to guess the one saying no, are 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 not or or again wanted to occupy all the spaces right so that's 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 a common white body supremacy culture idea we 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 gotta occupy any space that we want um and not trust in the space that that doesn't belong to so so i think it's an invitation to examine to examine that and and what's the fear around having affinity groups um in in your communities and your organizations what do you yeah. think is going to happen? What do you think is being plotted that you're I not doing? Well, not, I, I, I have to, um, you know, in classes that I teach, uh, you know, with, with students that, that are, you know, the body designation they choose is white, that they identify, is uh, um, that when they talk about integration, you know, and they talk about, you know, um, wanting everybody to come together. And I'm like, well, why, why do you, and so I asked them, when you see a group of people that, you know, of black people, do you think that, you know, well, we need integration, which means to put yourself in there. And it really is a, is kind of a wake up, like, oh, like, why do I think that I need, you know, so, you know, this coming from this place of, as you said, putting, you know, putting yourself in there that n- no, you know, it doesn't, there's this idea of integration, meaning that, you know, something's missing and it's the white norm that's missing, <laughs> you know, and it's a, it's a serious wake up, but yeah. All right. Uh, let's read, let's read this other one that came in. Uh, discussing, discussing topics of American racism is so important now. 
Perhaps recent events have spurred discussions, but the write-ins being studied were well underway while some of these crimes against people of color were being committed. This provides evidence that intelligent individuals were answering a call to uncover and disseminate the bare facts and then connect the dots. Their works are gifts to all who would receive. These writings have shown me that I was not the only person questioning how the racist animus in people of European descent developed and why it is still so strong in our culture. Although our discussion groups are small, it's encouraging to know that the conversation is going on. I'm also grateful that two unity ministers have stepped up to facilitate and sustain the thread of educating, sharing, talking, and feeling around the topics of American racism. Uh, so this comment was uh, submitted anonymously, and um, I'm hazarding a guess this um, based on the, although our discussion groups are small, uh, this is um, someone who maybe participated in either one of our book groups or one of our affinity groups. Um, and I'm uh, grateful for your responding, grateful for your participation. Um, they might be referring to one of their own groups at their own communities. I'm not sure. So either way, uh, thank you for your, thank you for your response. And um yeah it's 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 this is this is one of these responses that says to me um here's here's someone who's doing the work to educate themselves um and 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 learn more and not come from that place of um you know assuming assuming they know it all already yeah and i um you know it re- it kind of reminded me of um, you know, other comments that um, I would think, I think are in the front of me category, where, um, uh, you know, getting pushback on, so in this one, the person references the, you know, the racist um, animus of people of European descent, you know, and why it's still so strong in our culture. And, um and ergo, I where I go with that is, and why we need these, you know, the affinity groups we have of, you know, for black bodies and white bodies, and you know, separate work and coming together. And then I, of course, think of the, you know, uh, comments, a couple comments we've gotten about why are you coming down on white people, and why do white, you know, like you're saying that white people have to do all this, you know, why aren't you making suggestions for bodies of culture to do? I'm like, well. I can only speak me personally, you know, I'm walking through the world as a white person. Um, and so I can only know what from my worldview. Um, but we get that. Uh, it's sometimes it feels a little sad, like, you know, like, why are you picking on white people? Well, because we have some work to do. And yes, I'm kind of picking on white, white bodies and not every single one is the same. And uh, we each have unique experiences and life experiences we bring to the table, and we have some work to do. Um, and and so this this actually brings me back to I want to I want to read from a, from an from an email um, uh, discussion of back and forth that that um, that I've had with um, someone who who was in one of our, our workshops. Um, and this this falls more under the category, think of a, of a pushback slash uh, f- uh, frenemy response. Um, it's it's a long email, but but I want to highlight. I think I want to highlight a part that um, I think is important to look at. And this person says, "I was raised to move beyond race and culture because I don't really know the thoughts and experiences of others." So. It affects me when I see others oppressed unjustly, regardless of who they are. One thing, um, he says, I, uh, uh, they say, I can't say, sorry, struggles are a part of, all right, I'm all over the place. Let me just, I'm trying to trying to condense it, but uh, I think it's just better to, to read the full paragraph. I was raised to move beyond race and culture because I don't really know the thoughts and experiences of others. So it affects me when I see others oppressed unjustly, regardless of who they are. Your struggles are different from my struggles. They are what life has given each of us. Everyone goes through struggles, some minor and some significant. 
struggles are a part of life. We'll never eradicate them, but we can choose how we handle what happens to us. I've learned that I'm fully responsible for how I handle events. Additionally, I also know that change comes about by inspiration, by acts of kindness, by being a friend or a mentor to others, while resistance, blaming, shaming, and victimizing creates division and destruction. I choose to live my life living, sorry, I choose to live my life loving and respecting others. I will uphold the values that we are all family to each other. I support and encourage you to continue to use your platform to do the same and to honor where each of us is coming from. So, um, and, and, and part of this exchange earlier was around what we were talking about, the um, idea that, that what we do and discussions we have around this and, uh, and uh, as you say, um, in, inviting white bodies into a different set of work is uh, the blame and shaming and victimizing. But I want to start with the first thing was that I was raised to move beyond race and culture because I don't I'm really. I'm glad that you started there because I could feel myself going, when it's my turn, that's where I want to start. Because <laughs> I don't really know the thoughts and experiences of others. I was raised to move beyond race and culture. So, so when I hear that, when I hear I was raised to move beyond race and culture is what I'm hearing is uh, that I see you being treated unjustly, but I don't think race and culture is a factor to why that might be that you're being treated race, uh, treated, treated unjustly. So I'm not, again, is that I'm not, I'm not seeing your race. I'm not seeing your cultural experience. I've been raised to not see you. I've been raised to not see you. How do you move, how do you move beyond race? That's, that's the question I want to ask this individual. When you say I was raised to move beyond race, what you're inevitably saying, again, yes, I'm, I believe that I am not seeing you as a racialized person. I believe this, I'm in this person's head. I believe that when I see you as a black person, I'm not going to factor in your blackness and therefore your blackness cannot be any factor in your life experience and, and any unjust treatment you might receive. Right. And also to have a conversation around this, um, I'm not sure why it's blame and shame and victimizing and also why it's not inspirational. Um, and can we have a conversation around this and be inspirational and be kind and be a friend and be a mentor? The two are not mutually exclusive. Right. Um, so, so, so. Well, and, and pointing out privilege is, this is one of the challenges of nice racism mm -hmm. that to point out the, the nice racism to point out, you know, to, to practice decentering whiteness um, is often interpreted uh, by uh, some white bodies as blaming and shaming. Yes. As opposed to owning the, the system that you're in, you didn't create it. No, I need your help dismantling it. Yeah, we're not we're not blaming you for the system. Yeah. The, the the system affects you and me negatively. Doesn't matter yes. doesn't matter what color your body is. Right. The the system is hurting us all. Yeah. And 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 in order to to change the system so that we all live in a world of love and justice, we a have to acknowledge the system exists. Talk about components of the system, and 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 figure out how, depending on who you are, you may be unconsciously and intentionally helping to maintain that system so that then you can change thoughts, beliefs, and actions and therefore dismantle the system. Uh, well, it's the opening line of not, you know, I wasn't raised to, what is it? I wasn't. Uh, uh, I, was, I was raised to move beyond race and culture. Right. So I, I don't, um, you know, what's what actually where, What's what sometimes is used as sort of that idea and, and then kind of have it be weaponized is because they're really 
technically is no such thing as race, that that's a social construct right. that we've, that, you know, ha- has been created and taught forever and ever. Um, you can kind of weaponize that. Yeah. Uh, and to be raised to move beyond is um, what are you moving beyond? First of all, and and then you know it, it just it gets it gets messy, um, and it's and it you know it is complex. And to say I was raised to move beyond means I don't see you. Means I don't I I I can't imagine that your experience. Uh, that it has any value for me to listen to. And, and, and to echo the point of um, thinking that ignoring or attempting to ignore race is helping um, and, and a way of being anti-racist, anti-racist doesn't mean not seeing race, (laughs) but, but, but if, if that's the thinking that is invariably doing more harm. Right. Because because then um, you're 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 looking to. As well mean as you are, then you're looking to fix a problem. Not at the source of the problem, you or rather you're looking you're you're looking to apply fixes to a problem while not addressing how the problem came to be um, and and what's perpetuating perpetuating the, the problem in the first place. And then what that becomes are just um, non-sustainable band-aids right. for something that needs like a deep surgical procedure. Yeah. Or an amputation. <clears throat> or an amputation. Uh, it also is, um, you know, the, the or part. Or being placed in the body of a cyborg. I mean, if we can, if we can just take this off. <laughs> I was, I right. was with amputation. Uh, I lost myself in my own metaphor. I yeah. Um, and to take that. The then you know the part that you read um, also points to uh, not you know when I've heard well let's take color out of the equation I'm sorry what yeah. how how do you um, so and, what what you're sorry, saying is let's take your color out of the equation there it is which means let's come back to the white norm from which all things are measured and and and. Uh, held up to yes when folks say let's take color out of the equation it is most often white bodies saying that and mm-hmm. the color they're taking out is not white correct correct yeah so it's so, actually one of the one of the reasons why um um that you know it's one of the things so uh we have an episode coming up the beginning of january that's around colonialism and de you know decolonizing and mm-hmm. what colonialism means and what you know decolonialism means and um but one of the best things that colonial the colonization did was to convince us that there's one story um and there's one narrative that we all ought to believe in um and this one story, um, uh, it, yeah, that there's this one story to believe in, and that this this white, um, it, it's the emperor has no clothes thing, um, is that to imagine something different than that is actually the disruptor of colonization. So we're actually coming back to those spiritual principles, you know, from the beginning. Like, is it? you know, is it white privilege or is it manifest, you know, manifestation thing, but even to move off the, you know, let's take color out of the equation, which means let's make put white, you know, let's keep white centered. And as we've talked about, as I've, you know, we've talked about before using the word diverse and diversity, diverse from what, right? Right. So I think a better word, if you're going to go down this road of, I wasn't, you know, I was raised to move beyond race and culture and Okay, so then, you know, and you and people and that this in the same breath, though, we hear comments about, you know, from the same people about valuing diversity. And my challenge would be exactly what do you mean by that? And, and where I think is a better a word that serves better, that that helps us decenter whiteness is to talk about multiplicity, 
right? So there's multiple perspectives, multiple experiences. There's not just this one narrative, but there's a multiple of narratives, you know, a multiple, multiplicity of stories um, and engaging all those stories. Yeah, I like that. Multiplicity. Yes. So there's my minister soapbox for the day. I had a good one yesterday, too. Yeah. What was that? Is that related to on the Instagram live. So, but, oh, that's right. That's yeah, yeah. Right. So that's so that's the rather than because that's what what you read, and and what the actually some of the 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 frenemy feedback we get is the idea that you know it's the emperor has no clothes thing. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah. And we can keep colonization go. It's the, it's the power of imagination because it can be used. You know, imagination is itself neutral, right? We all have access to imagination, but imagining imagination can either keep the process of colonization going, or it can dismantle it. Yes, agreed, agreed, agreed. All right, um, I think we're at, at time. Yeah, pretty much. We got about a minute left. We got, we got, we got a, we got about a minute left. Um, I do, and want, I do want to reiterate that that all feedback, like uh, you know, the, the even from the frenemies, it does, you know, require you and I to. We do actually stop and listen and pause, and and you know, we may get activated too, and be like, "What are you nuts?" You know, or how can you not see racism? You know, yeah. and. Uh, but we do pause and we do we do take a look at it and think about it. And it does take some some self-reflecting and it and does some decolonization. Um, so so um, as we go, this is this is our final episode for for 2021. Wow. Um, I'm so grateful for the powers that be at Uni Online Radio for giving us this opportunity, this platform. Uh, we want to wish all of you a uh, Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays. If you're observing Kwanzaa, um, happy Kwanzaa to you. We will be back in January. I believe the 4th um, is when we will be back with some new episodes. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us on this thank journey of, of introspection. Of, of, of transformation and helping us get our holy on as we continue to create a world of love, justice, and equanimity for all. We're out. <laughs> <laughs>